Welcome back, folks, to the Mel Wright Show. This is episode 166. It's going to be one of our internal special shows where me and Robert try and give you some insights about technology and about marketing. This is going to be a, a little bit more of a kind of more special show. Um, Robert wanted us to delve deep into what really drives us and also what maybe should be driving you. I don't know where that's I might be wrong there, actually. We're going to do it a bit of a free-form discussion. So do you want to start off, Robert, where we're going with this conversation? Yeah, I'd love to. So when when I suggested this to you this morning, uh, 10 minutes ago, being this morning, uh, <laughs> I, I had in my mind, I just got off the phone with uh, a broker who is a habitual entrepreneur, and he, he, he had kind of semi-retired out of real estate, and he thought he was semi-retired in general. And then he, he sees this opportunity inside the Canadian marketplace right now. And he's, he's all of a sudden brushing off his, his uh, spurs, so to speak. And he's, di- he's diving deep into real estate again. And here's the funny thing. He's, he's independently wealthy. He doesn't need to do any of that. And the reason he's doing it is he sees this very large hole like this. He sees that agents and brokers are not being serviced correctly, nor are real estate prospective customers. That's his opinion. And when I was talking to him, I was really amazed because what he was really focused on was he has a mission. And he spent two and a half months just sitting there calling guys like me, researching his mission. And he's not getting paid for it. He doesn't have to do it. He's, he's, there's no... His broker's license is hanging on a shingle somewhere. He, he's not making it like it's not affecting his day-to-day income. And the reason that it popped into my mind to do a show like this this morning is that I know that for me, what drives me, what gets me up, what keeps me working 12 or 13 hours, it's not because I'm going to make an extra $500 or an extra $5,000. It's because the mission behind my, my company is one that I really believe in. I, I want to change the services industry and real estate marketing across the board in the United States. I think I, I have this vision of changing the entire pro- value proposition for a whole segment of marketing. And that's what drives me. And, and there's all these little stepping stones that, that reach me towards that very big, very lofty goal. Doing the show with you is just yet another version of of why I, I'm just trying to get my message out, trying to say, hey, there's a different way to do this and there's a different value proposition connected to it. But here's the thing. What drives me is the mission. And I want to talk about that for a second. I know you have a different version on it and I'm actually kind of excited for you to share your side of this because that's another side of the same coin. Another thing that can drive you is a very strong sense of ethics. It's just a different sort of mission. Mine is related to performance. So how does that relate to a real estate agent? How does that relate to anybody that may watch, see, or hear the show? Well, before you start contacting guys and you're you're going down this rabbit hole of, of technology and you're listening to 100 podcasts, you know, in my experience, the people that do that in general, they're, they've all, they're already got drive set. They have drive. Why, why would I say that? Because why else would you spend a hundred of your hours trying to learn about something 
that is not directly monetizing you at this exact second. It is if you're driven. Now, it could be that you're driving, you want to do it so badly that you're willing to invest however many hours that it takes to in order to achieve that. It could be that you're that you're like me, that you have this vision for your local marketplace that you're so inspired by that you're willing to do whatever it takes to learn what it is that you need to do to change the way that people buy or sell real estate in your own particular marketplace. It could be that you have this, like you've worked for Keller Williams or other big brokerages, and you've realized that their value proposition to the people that, that are working within the brokerage is not what you think it should be. So now you want to change the value proposition and you're so on fire about it because of what your own set of experiences was that you're willing to do whatever it takes in order to provide the result that you're looking for. So yeah, inspiration is what I want to talk about because let's say you don't have inspiration. But before I delve into that, why don't you... So so do you mind, John, if I take a second and explain my mission or do you want to jump into yours? Because I have one. Well, I think you just you just explained your mission, which is no, quite large, not, isn't it? Not really. No, all right, off you go. Uh, <laughs> so for me, inside real estate, all these big real estate providers are charging um, basically a pay for pay to play model. And and they're doing it in such a way that you don't own the platform. And I just think that's unfair. I'm 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 a punk going back to the eighties. And I look at big institutions and I say they're doing something can unfair. I just, can I just say Please. something? Go, go. I think that's the one, because uh, um, I think we've been, we've been co-hosts now for about six months, haven't we? Yeah. Getting there. Yeah. But that is the only fundamental area where I disagree with you, actually, Robert. Sure. Um, I, I know where you're coming from, <clears throat> and it's not, it's not that I, I understand your viewpoint, but the only thing I disagree with that statement is I think if you're not prepared to invest the time and effort in organic um, search, that um, paying for leads or paying for traffic to come to your website or come to a website that you're leasing is a solution for a, a, is a solution along, but along as you're told the basic facts of the situation. But the other part is, as an adult, as somebody entering the real estate industry, I do think you also, to be relevant in 2018 to your clients, to be able to produce, you know, um, bread on the table for your family to produce the lifestyle that you envision as a successful real estate agent, you've got to educate yourself. If you're not prepared to educate yourself about the reality of some of these website solutions where they utilize either Facebook or Google AdWords to get traffic to the site, that's really down to you in some ways. Okay. Um, and it's, and uh, it's a failing of your your wanting to really educate yourself, and you that 
not only for new agents, that affects moderately successful agents, very successful agents that have been in the industry for many years. If you no longer are prepared to educate yourself and keep yourself relevant, um, maybe that's a fault of your of you. Okay. I don't know how that compares to me being to to what my philosophies are. Nor, nor by the way, do I ever say that there's not a strong place for no. there is a place for paid results and and direct advertising. Yeah. But I think that the model should be inverse. It's just like our food paradigm here in the United States, which I know is different than the rest of the world, where they said, oh, you should be eating all these grains. And then it discovers, no, really, you should probably be eating a lot of vegetables and a lot of clean proteins. And then somewhere down on the list is grains, right? The same thing holds true of the way the real estate marketing paradigm is right now. It's everybody should be paying for the vast majority and then somewhere down here, maybe you get a few organic. I think it's exactly the opposite. I think the bigger part of the triangle is you should be generating the majority organically, and then you should be doing you should be doing paid. And I don't know if that plays into what your comment is, but I don't want to drift too far into that because I want to stick with with inspiration. Um, so what what in John? You you leaped in. What inspires you? What you, I mean, you've got not one business but two. Like yeah. you've got, you've got more than one business. You, you, you seem to be working almost all of the time. I know you okay. took your first vacation since I've known you. So what, what drives you? Well, the two fundamental drivers um, are, are my faith and my dyslexia. Um, I have moderate to severe dyslexia, Robert. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not the sharpest tool in the toolbox, but most people would say I'm not the bluntest one either. And I have some, um, I've had friends say I have some breathtaking insights very regularly. And I, I link that to my dyslexia. Um, the reason why it's a driver, as, as most reasonably intelligent dyslexic individuals, I had a pretty rough childhood uh, at school. I had very loving parents that did the best for me. But when you're a little bit out of the norm, um, you're treated quite roughly in the educational system. Mm-hmm. I do have a degree and I do have a master's. So, um, and I also got a, um, <laughs> this is crazy. I also got an American associate degree, which I did when I first came here because I wanted to take a year off, 18 months off. Okay. I didn't want to bum around. So I did an associate degree in web development. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually knew more than than my lecturers on the subject. It was crazy. Um, so that's a big driver. The other the other driver is my faith, my Christian faith. But I'm very English, and, and this isn't an attack on others that um, broadcast their faith a little bit more um, because of my I. I now live in America and I am an American citizen. I'm a joint American-British citizen. Um, But my cultural, um, 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 I was brought up in Britain, in England, and I still classify myself as very English. So um, that would be very anti-English to um, really, um, part of me is very uncomfortable even now to discuss it in public, but you, you know, I agreed to this conversation and I can see where you're coming from because it is important for the listeners and viewers to have some insight. 
um, about what drives us. Um, so it's my faith is important to me because um, it's the thing that, you know, being an entrepreneur and trying to build something is not easy. It is an extremely difficult, hard road. And you just have to pull the arrows out from your back constantly. And people are mean. Um, they're mean to real. you know, um, I don't think the real estate industry does itself a lot of favours. Um, there's a lot of stereotypes that have some element of truth about the industry. But they're the, they're the two main things that really drive and control what I do, really, my dyslexia and my faith, really, Robert. And how does your, like in terms of operating a business, like or even, and, and this is the thing I've always found crazy about you, and, it, and it's almost true of all entrepreneurs, not just you, but you, you have this full plate with your primary business, and then all of a sudden you decide to start a secondary business focused on real estate specific, and you already are a busy guy. So how does your, what, what about your core and fundamental beliefs made you take that on? Well, um, it's partly financial need and that. I'm doing reasonably okay with my other business. It's, it's helped finance Melwright. But Melwright's a more long-term project and it has turned out long-term because I, I thought I could just enter the industry and what I didn't realize is I needed to educate myself and this is partly why I do the podcast, because I met people like you, Robert, and we've had fantastic guests. And it was my university, it was my associate degree in real estate 101, really. You know, I entered um, the industry, um, uh, you know, with a background in web development, which I don't really do that much now. I'm more of a project manager and a marketer. Um but I can still knock up a website when I want to. But um, a lot of the work we do is very code intensive. So I have a small team that helped me with that. I was more of a front end developer. Um, but um, I've lost track. I, I, I'm, I'm waffling. What about, what, about the, what about your either your faith or your dyslexia? Like, is there anything from those... I mean, you're saying that that the new it, it endeavor was was money driven, like the- well, in a in a basically, um, I wanted to do something with WordPress, see how far I could push WordPress um, technically, and also could we build something that was a SaaS product um, service as a you know, um, software as a service. Um, and could I build something that real that offered real value to the target audience? Because if you can't really serve your target audience, you won't be successful. So it is really a service-orientated endeavor. But, um, and what I start, it's been a real education for me. And, um, you know, it's been an expensive education but I've learned an enormous amount in trying to build a successful SaaS product and really learning about the real... Actually, um, part of me regrets not going into the real estate industry as a young person because it has its dark side and it does burn out a lot of people, but it is still a very dynamic 
interesting industry and interesting business, I feel. Okay. I, I, um, all right. I, I see where you're coming from. We need to go uh, for our break, actually, Robert. I love cutting. Let's go, let's go. And we're going to go for our break and we'll be back in a few moments and Robert can interrogate me some more, <laughs> which, I'm, which okay. I'm loving, folks. I'm really loving. <laughs> we'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back. This has been an interesting episode. Uh, I've been really loving uh, Robert Semi, but very polite interrogation of, of, of why I started well right. Back, well, to you, back to you, Robert. It doesn't really matter. I think the thing that I'm trying to get to is this. You know, um, every time... I, I know, I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I, I know where you're going with this. Um, <clears throat> and I understand um, because... the. the well, I think I can understand why you're going down this road, is that, you know, just making money, there's a lot of people in real estate and there's a lot of big personalities, a lot of people on the real estate um, convention circuit. You listeners and viewers, you know the type, you know, and to some extent the real estate industry requires that image, that image of the expert in the thousand plus dollar suit, impeccably dressed, impeccably um, on message, um, with an inspirational reason why they do what they are. Um, I think that's expected to some extent, but also um, unreal. But I've noticed in American society that in a lot of areas, that kind of image, that kind of presentation is wanted and in some ways expected. Is that making any sense, Robert? It does. It, uh, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to circle around to what I'm, what I'm trying to say. It, and I agree with you. Everything that you're saying, I agree with you. But, but, but I will say this. The, um, the, the, the topic that I that I'm trying to talk about is what all those people like uh, Christoph Chu, who is a top broker here in LA, he always makes the top 100, all all the top 100 lists. Always yeah, sells so anywhere between 60 and 120 million dollars of real estate every year. Um, but but here's the thing: guys in the office at 7 a.m. and leaves at 7 p.m. And I know from meeting with him and talking to him that while the money is is important to him, there's a certain kind of mission that he established early on. Oh, I understand. I, I've got it now. Well, the mission is um, basically I really couldn't care less about the money. I'm not that I'm not that materialistic. The only thing, the only thing I when I, I I've been extremely successful. I was extremely successful in the UK. Um, is I used to buy quite expensive car, fast, expensive cars. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a kind of weakness of mine. I still got that <laughs> a little bit, but when it came to me, you know, um, owning stuff, I'm not. 
Um, what really drives me is that because of my dyslexia, uh, being in successful in business is quite important to me because it's a way of proving um, to, to people that intellectually I'm not an idiot, um, um, which is ridiculous. Like, like you say, I already got a degree and a master's and an associate degree. But um, what drives you through childhood is, fun, is some of the fundamental drivers of you in adulthood. And if you're not aware of that, I think you're deluding yourself a bit. And a lot of people do. So um, I wasn't treated with a lot of respect from the educational establishment as a child. Um, and I want to prove these people wrong. Gotcha. Does, that make, does that make it, sense? It does. It does. Uh, my only comment there is, is I, I think fundamentally adjusting that to, to, to meeting your own expectations would be, would be a, a healthy way to go because people, as, as you've already pointed out, and the whole reason that you feel sore about it is people can be mean. People inside real estate, people everywhere can be mean. They, they forget the golden rule, treat others as you yourself would want to be treated. And some people are very blessed. They've never had a handicap or a hiccup or I was held back. So I understand. I, I was from a very youthful age. I, I think I had the modern equivalent of not being able to focus, which they call ADHD these days. But um, I, I've always attached that to highly active imagination driven people who have a hard time focusing on anything because their mind is always just moving from one thing to another. It's certainly not at being an idiot, but at the same time, if you can't focus and do that, which other people can do, and you're in a very large group of people where the social norm is, I can complete this 10 minute task that involves reading this very boring thing. And then I'm like, I can't read this very boring thing. It's too boring and screw you. You know, that's, that's like, um, it, it, but but here's the thing: if you something changes for for you, and you you come to a place where you, you you focus in and you attach your 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 drive for you, it's proving. I understand that it's proving something in your faith backed, which is great because that probably means that you have a lot of ethics associated with it. For me, it's, and I have a little of that too, I suppose. I've always had a chip on my shoulder too, which I was getting into about being a punk. I've always, I've always had that, like people telling me what to do. It's never flown for me. And, and unlike most people, it never flew. I was ditching school in the second grade. It never flew for me, ever. Even when I was a kid and it should have flown for me because of my, the adults were telling me it should fly for me. It never flew for me. I, like, like I never have been a person you could say, you need to do this because everybody else is doing it. I've been like, fuck, or excuse me, sorry. I've been like, uh, like I don't coach. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I've been like, no, I, no, it doesn't make sense. So I'm not going to do it. Whatever that is to tie this back into our, our listeners. I, I just strong, I think I just wanted this particular conversation to be before you start blindly going in the direction that other people tell you that you should be going, you need to figure out what your personal drive is, whether it's mission. And I personally don't, if all you want is a lot of money, real estate is a great place to get it. And there are plenty of professionals that do real estate for that exact reason. And there's nothing wrong with it. If that's your mission to make a lot of money, that's great. Well, well one thing, I, one prize I would say to you folks, if, if you're looking to make a lot of money because you're not a very happy person and you think making a lot of money 
is going to make you a happy person, you're going to be unfortunately very disappointed in the end results. Yeah. You're, you're going to be very... Well, happy, happiness doesn't come from any material thing. So I would agree with you. And, and you're touching on spiritual stuff. And, and I, I am a spiritual-oriented person, but mostly it's more a matter of I, I boil my mission down to a few simple things and I apply it to my business. I apply it to everything, which is... And there, I, I've learned because of the ADHD thing that I've already shared with you, that it has to be simple or I'll get, I'll get lost in the detail. But on the other hand, not having a roof over your head, not being able to pay your bills, not having a bit in the bank for a rainy day is also not a great place to be. So you just got to, if you want to listen to my advice, folks, you just got to find a medium ground. Um, but that shouldn't mean that you shouldn't aim big and you shouldn't be ambitious but if you just think if you're unhappy, fundamentally an unhappy person, you, but you might come across very happy in public, but deep down you're a very unhappy person, making a lot of money out of real estate isn't fundamentally going to change that situation. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Well, um, in, <laughs> just the, I, here's, here's the thing. Whatever you're doing or however you're doing it, I hope that you've figured out like what your drive is. And if you haven't, I would say pause. Pause a moment. Pause in uh, researching new stuff. If you're, if you're a broker, you probably do have drive because you've already, you've already crossed the Rubicon of going from an agent into running agents. And there probably is a mission or a reason beyond that, that, that goes beyond making money. You probably have a USP, but if you're an agent, you're listening to this and you're trying to become a broker or a small team, um, uh, then the answer is we need to, I mean, my, not the answer, but, but my suggestion, my, my piece of advice is, or what's been important for me as an entrepreneur and, and, and increasingly, I don't, I don't like the word successful, but my mission is taking form. And um, as it takes form and I, I'm moving through the next steps and in, in the people that know me, my parents, my friends, my family, my partners, they're all telling me, holy shit, dude. Like I, I just went on vacation. I worked four of the six days I was out of town and worked a lot. I didn't work just a little bit. One of the days I worked, that's all I did was work. And so I'm, I'm in New Orleans and I'm, I'm with people and they're all like, like, take a break, do this, do that. And I'm, I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to. It's not a matter of I'm not a workaholic. None of that. It's just I can see the formation of my, my vision. It's coming together. And I'm getting so excited about it. I, I can't stop. Like I'm seeing the end, like, like, you know, 10, 11 years of my life. Are, have been have been moving very slowly, and I've enjoyed the journey. But now I'm seeing the the, the baby steps are becoming inch steps that are inch at a time, and I can see the place where they're, they're going to become a foot at a time. And I'm getting so excited about it. I'm 11 years in this industry, and instead of being less excited about it or or demotivated, I'm more motivated than ever, and I'm more excited than ever. And that all that comes down to having a mission and watching the mission. Now, when the mission culminates, I'll probably move on to something else. But right now I'm, I'm right in the midst of it. And I'm watching these major milestones drop into place. And 
you know as well as I do, there have been 10 kick, kicks in the groin it's along every, the way. It is a strange way. Uh, I'm in a similar way because I really think um, it's got a tiny little bit more to be added to it. But I really feel, and I'll be discussing it in the coming shows, folks, is that um, I really truly feel now that Mel Wright has got into a position where it can offer the kind of results and value that I wanted it to have from day one. It's been a, a kind of three-year winding journey. <laughs> um, we should have been done uh, a bit earlier. But on the other hand, I, I didn't really know what Mel Wright should be. And I really didn't know enough about the industry, to be brutally frank about it. Um, but through the podcast and through talking to people and listening and listening to good the not all the time, but making judgment calls of where it should go. I think the Mel Wright product is in a great position for great success in 2019. I honestly do. If it doesn't, that will be because of my poor leadership of it. It won't be because of the quality of the product. It will be down to my lack of leadership, really, Robert. Okay. I, and I'm I'm excited to take another look at it and see where it is. And um, yeah, sure. I, I, I am I'm out of ammunition for this particular show. So if you I think mind, we're, I think it's been an interesting ride, folks. Uh, actually, I thank Robert for going down this because this this would not be a conversation that I would normally choose. And I'll, I'm going to have to think about why that is because in some ways I like to think I'm an open book. But in truthful, um, I think it's also down to my English background. I'm not actually. I probably come across as a little bit more enclosed than I really want to, because fundamentally there is no real dark secrets about um, what I'm up to and what I'm doing. All right. So uh, we're going to end this conversation, folks. We next week, hopefully, we're going to have a small kind of round table with a couple of agents. And we're going to be discussing how what has worked for them over the past couple of years when it comes to generating leads for their businesses. We'll be back next week, folks. Bye. Bye. Bye.